Please think about your legacy because you're writing it every day. Gary Vaynerchuk Welcome to the Life Inspired Podcast. My name is Kimmy Ruth. I'm a writer and creator who loves deep conversations and a good story. I believe that life is a canvas, and the choices we make each day tell a story that we leave behind. That story matters, so let's make it a good one. My Grammy Margaret is something of a legend in our family. She was my great-great-grandmother and lived to be 92 years old. I was eight when she passed away. Grammy lived life to the fullest. She was a voracious reader, witty, intelligent, and sassy. She went parasailing at 85, which is a feat that still sets the bar for us younger generations. But what most of us remember Grammy for was that she was a storyteller. Grammy had a wonderful reading voice. She didn't just repeat words, she played characters. She turned syllables into melodies. She infused humor into every story she narrated. She and my grandpa after her showed me that there's a tremendous difference between being a reader and being a storyteller. As a mother, Grammy often read bedtime stories to her own children when they were growing up, and when she became a grandmother, she decided to sit down and record herself reading those same stories and poems on cassette tape with piano music playing in the background. My mom grew up listening to those cassette tapes playing as she went to sleep, and my siblings and I did the same. Before the cassette tapes were ruined, my grandpa was able to pull off my Grammy's recordings onto MP3 files, which we've now burned onto multiple CDs and sent throughout the extended family. Grammy's poems, as we call them, have now been part of the regular bedtime routine for four generations of our family. Grammy also left behind two specially made books, one for my sister and one for me. Each is a personalized curation of clippings she'd taken from magazines photos, comics, stories, and still today, it's so funny to pull out those books and be amazed at how accurately she predicted our personalities because we were so young when she created these books. What's so special about the memory of Grammy is how evidently she cared about her family. She took the time to create things to leave behind for us to cherish. She invested in us. These things are examples of heirlooms. An heirloom is a special object that gets passed down from one generation to another. Sometimes it's objects like rings or cars, and sometimes they're objects with special memories like paintings or photographs or books. But in every family, each generation passes down stories. Humans are born storytellers. We tell stories when we discuss what's happened to us in a day, and we tell stories when we remember special events. Stories are how the human mind makes sense of its experience. Stories are how we tell ourselves who we are. Stories communicate values, priorities, messages, and ultimately, stories connect us. We all know the power of a well-made film or TV series or book, but more powerful still, I believe, is the story that we live. Grammy left behind the story she told, yes, but more important was the story that she lived. She was a picture of redemption and grace, the beautiful work that God can do in a surrendered life. The first half of her life was characterized by heartache and rebellion, 
But how beautiful was the turnaround when she finally said yes to Jesus. And the legacy she's left is an heirloom in our family. This is the opportunity available to each and every one of us. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines the word legacy as something transmitted by or received from an ancestor, predecessor, or from the past. It can be used in a broad sense like the philosophical legacy of ancient Greece, or in a specific sense like the legacy left from a grandparent to their children or grandchildren in future generations. When we talk about the idea of legacy, usually we talk about it in a pensive, deep, and philosophical sense. Legacy really seems to be more of an abstract term. It's not tangible, something that we can clearly wrap our minds and hands around. But if you ask most people, legacy simply means how someone is remembered or what they are remembered for. Nicole Nardeman in her song Legacy, a hit of the mid-2000s, says, I want to leave a legacy. How will they remember me? Did I choose to love? Did I point to you enough to make a mark on things? I want to leave an offering, a child of mercy and grace who blessed your name unapologetically. I want to leave that kind of legacy. Legacies can be good and they can be bad. Hitler left an undeniably terrible legacy, the passed down remembrance of just how much evil can devastate an entire generation globe-wide. Corey ten Boom, on the other hand, left a legacy of the forgiveness, grace, and redemption that's possible when God takes broken things and creates beauty from the ashes. Ultimately, legacy is about influence. It's about passing down reminders and warnings to help the next generations navigate their way through the perils of life. Without the legacies of the past, we would not have the foundation to build the future. All of us are influenced in one way or another by the legacies of those who've gone before us. And that includes in our own families. Some of us can point to positive legacies that influenced us to choose good things and be brave and loving and kind and courageous. And some of us can point to negative legacies that left deep wounds and scars, showing us the example of what we hope to never become. Either way, these legacies become signposts on the road of life. So what about us? What about the legacy we leave behind? How can we leave a legacy? And with what seems like such an abstract concept most of the time, how can we make it tangible? Well, instead of the word legacy, I'm going to switch to the term heirloom living. I first heard this term from Ashlyn Carter at ashlynwrites.com, and the moment I heard it, I fell in love. I feel like this term does a much better job of communicating the essence of how we leave a legacy. It's like what I was saying earlier with my Grammy and with the stories and with the heirlooms. The way that we live creates an heirloom that we pass down to our children and our grandchildren. Steve Saint says, Your story is the greatest legacy that you will leave to your friends. It's the longest lasting legacy you will leave to your heirs. You see, stories are what connect the generations to, to each other. They're the links that thread our family ties. Storytelling is a core part of defining a family's values, culture, history, and vision for the future. Storytelling connects us to each other. It's like when we were kids, listening to the adults telling the stories around the dinner table or curled up by the fire on the couch. We learn from those stories and we grow up to pass on stories of our own. The stories we tell communicate what we choose to focus on, 
what we value, what we choose to remember, and what we think is worth passing on, even if we don't realize that's what we're doing when we're telling those stories. Those stories serve as a magnifying glass saying, this is important, take note. But even more important than the stories that we tell are the stories that we live. Because I think, as everyone would agree, actions speak louder than words. And children learn far more by example than by instruction. Looking back on my own family tree, there are relatives who inspire me by their faithfulness, humility, wisdom, grace, and love in action. And there are relatives who have left a wake of destruction. Relatives that I pray I will never become. My Grammy and my grandparents after her didn't have to preach to pass on the validity of their faith. They simply lived it out in the ordinary routines of daily life and in the trenches of the hardest seasons. So how can we live in such a way that we're leaving a story that becomes an heirloom for future generations? Simple. We look at the choices that we're making each day. Annie Dillard says, how we spend our days is, of course, how we spend our lives. It's easy to get lost in the big picture of legacy and how are we spending our lives and what's the overall plan, but really what matters is the small moments in the every day because the days add up to tell the overall story of our lives. We don't have to worry about the big picture. We simply have to make different choices with the current day that we are given. What we choose to spend our time on today says to those around us what we value and what's important to us. When we spend time investing in people, it says that they matter to us. When we spend time with God, it says that he matters to us. When we spend time on music, writing, creating, etc., it says that we want to be faithful stewards with the gifts God has given to us. When we choose forgiveness, it says that we believe in grace. When we choose integrity, it says that we value honor and honesty. When we choose surrender, it says that we trust God more than we trust our own judgment. And when we choose faithfulness over fickleness, it says that we believe in love. Choices matter. Every decision we make becomes an opportunity for us to tell a story with our lives. So let's make it one we're proud of. But here's something important to note. This does not mean we're not allowed to make mistakes. Mistakes happen. Sometimes we make bad choices. We're humans and humans do messy, dumb things. But remember this, there is no mess that God cannot redeem. I love the story of the life of King David for this exact reason. It's proof that no matter how messy things get, God always has the final word. If you've ever sat and read through the story of David's life, it's found in the books of 1st and 2nd Samuel in the Bible. You'll see it's a really, it's a beautiful, but it's a messy tale. And it starts with a shepherd boy living in obscurity, and it follows his long, hard journey to the throne. God does some amazing things through David. He does some miracles. He gives him some triumphs and victories. But... David then does some terrible things, and he also experiences some, be- some deep betrayals. Life gets really messy. But what's beautiful to me is that when we hear David referred to in the Bible, God calls him a man after his own heart. God does not forever brand David with his sin. 
God redeems, he heals, he renews, and he restores. David gets to be remembered predominantly as a man with a repentant heart and the man with a trusting heart. He's a warrior poet who shows us how to be honest in our prayer life. The Psalms that David wrote are proof that God can handle our honest, raw, messy selves. He's not afraid of our emotions. In fact, he invites them. He makes room for them. He wants us to come close. And David was a huge part of making that known to us. God used David's messy life and situations and heartaches and poems and prayers to glorify himself. And not only that, God had the Messiah, Jesus, the Savior of the world, come through the line of David. Jesus is even known as the son of David or the descendant of one of the greatest kings in Israel's history. That's a beautiful legacy. So you see, heirloom living doesn't mean never making mistakes, but it matters how we handle the mistakes that we have made. David's life is an example of the importance of repentance. When we've messed up, we need to not be afraid to humble ourselves and ask for forgiveness. People are always watching, and it speaks volumes when someone is willing to own up to their mistakes because it means that they have a heart that can change and learn, and more so, a heart that can truly love. Because humility is where love grows. And in the end, love covers a multitude of sins. So don't worry about living a perfect life or leaving a perfect legacy. You're human, so that's not going to happen. But it can be a good life and a good legacy. It can be an heirloom of love, the story of someone who cared more for others than for themselves. And those are some of the best stories. So look at your life today. Look at the choices you've been making. Look at your patterns. Look at what you have been spending your time on. And I know this is going to be honesty hour for me. I spend a lot of my time wasting my time. I think that I'm resting, but really I'm just scrolling through the internet. I am entertaining myself and I spend a vast majority of my life entertaining myself through social media. And I know that I'm not the only one, but at the end of my life, that's not the story that I want to leave behind. I don't want my daily choices of spending time on the internet, on social media, on uh, wasting time. I don't want that to be what I'm remembered for. I want to start making different choices today. I want to choose to reach out to people. I want to choose to serve people. I want to choose to pray. I want to choose to read and to create and to leave behind something beautiful and worthwhile. So look at your life and think about how do you want to be remembered? What do you want to leave behind for your friends, for your family, for your children, for future generations? Start doing those things. Start saying no to the things that waste our time, that are meaningless, that are trivial, and start spending your time on things that really matter, the things that tell a beautiful story. So I know this episode was pretty deep and I do love deep conversations, but I also want you to know that my goal for this podcast is to have balance. I want to make space for deep thoughtful conversations, yes, and for pondering, being philosophical, but I also want to make space to have fun and be silly too. 
So I'm really excited for next week. We have a special treat. I got the opportunity to interview Douglas Gresham, the stepson of C.S. Lewis, one of my favorite, all-time favorite authors. This was a dream come true for me, and I'm very excited to share our conversation with you. And after that, we'll step into some fun waters with future episodes inspired by some favorite films from the last few years. So stay tuned. I hope you have a great rest of your week. I can't wait to see you next week. And without further ado, stay curious, stay kind, and I will see you next time. Bye.